Cool. So this is technically the first full episode of How Are You Doing? And just wanted to kind of do a brief intro. This is probably going to happen with all of them. Um, this was pre-recorded back in May. So some conversations, some current event topics slightly change. I mean, in reality, not really because we're still in a pandemic and still mostly staying at home. Mostly. But anyways, the first episode is with a very good friend of mine and a fellow um, creative kindred spirit. Um, We met... I don't even really fully remember how we met, but I'm so happy to have her in my life. Her wisdom, her amazing insight of astrology and photography and creativity and just life in general um, is something that I really treasure. So sit back and enjoy and I apologize in advance for the awkwardness. This was literally the first one that I did and I'm so happy that Leslie (laughs) was able to be my first guest. Oof, that's weird. Anyways, this is how Leslie is doing. Okay, it's recording. Yes? I think so. Yes. Ah, I see it on the thing. There's a thing. So anyways, um, you are my first subject in this little project of mine that I've been thinking of um, since uh, the pandemic started. Just because, you know, I think initially when this whole thing started, everyone was like, let me talk to my friends and my family. Let's have like these virtual hangouts. And, you know, some of them range from like super alcoholic to like just board games or whatever. Um, but I started noticing that a lot of the instances that I do talk to people or connect with people, there's always like some sort of like activity, you know, it's either like a game or, you know, watching something or just like doing something. And even the questions have been like, you know, what are you doing? What are you working on? What are you, you know, what are you creating? It's like, it's always like the what question, which is fine. I think it's always good to like, see how people are utilizing this pandemic in a way like utilizing their time it's like you know like for me personally I use April to just like grieve like mm. I didn't you know I didn't do anything creative like yeah I worked obviously because no gotta get yeah. that but a lot of it was like let me just grieve this process and you know whatever people will say after this pandemic like there's no normal anymore like the normal that's that's gonna be happening after all of this is whatever we use of it and for some people it can be scary and you know understandably so but I think there's an opportunity to do something completely different so that's the cool part but the one question that I think people often skirt by, and I'm guilty of this, very much guilty of this, is how are you doing? Like how, like even it's just like, you know, most of my answers to that question has been like, oh, you know, just chilling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The of my voice is like, ah. 
something that people don't really want to answer uh, either because they don't know or they don't want to know but literally it's just like something simple as like how's your health doing how's you know how's your work doing how's your brain handling all of these things like I think instead of you know wanting to know what people are consuming I just want to know how people are doing because like you know me I'm reaching that point like we're now like what eight weeks in I've been counting Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm not counting. <laughs> Thank you for letting me know. <laughs> I don't have a choice because I work. So it's like I see the dates go by and it's like, oh, it's been eight weeks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I love it though. I needed to know. <laughs> so I, that's like for me, my reality check. <laughs> yeah. For me personally, I've been on self-isolation for eight weeks and two days. Some odd days. But you know, in all of that, it's like, people start to like, what are you doing? What are you consuming? Like, what are you eating? What are you making? It's after a while, it's like, well, I don't really know what, I don't really want to share what I'm doing, but I want to know how you're doing, you know, mm. things for you. And it can either be something simple as like, you're doing fine or, you know, you're not. I don't know. <laughs> so that's just kind of where I wanted to do this project. And I wanted to start with you. Because I feel like you were one of my first, um, like, pandemic phone calls. I'm not going to lie. Like, you were one of my first ones. And I was like, you know, let's just make it a full circle moment. And I was just like, Epidemic <laughs> phone calls. <laughs> I feel honored. <laughs> you were two. You were one of the first two. Because I was, like, the first, like, FaceTime, I guess, because I did like call, talk to people, but it was like on phone. Uh-huh. You were the first like face to face. We were looking at each other at our homes, or yeah. you know, <laughs> that was the first one. Yeah, so that's me. That's my spiel. I'm gonna let you do the talking now. Um, so how are you doing, Leslie? Um, during quarantine. Um, I am really good at isolation. I am, I love solitude. So the thought of being in quarantine sounds cool to me. I was like, oh. even though not making it seem like it was something good, it's, we were doing this because it's bad. But it, I wasn't that scared because month, like in January, I already knew some, like we were going to head to this direction even though, like, I, I live in LA, like, in LA, nobody, even the people I was around, they didn't see it that way. They're like, why would we close everything down? And that's literally where my mind was. I was like, they're going to close everything down. But it was just me in my head thinking about it. So when we did, um, and I was in self-isolation, I was like, finally, because I don't want to go outside. I was scared. I would like go and how to do things like for work and it was scary. I was I was a bit afraid at first. So afterwards I just felt like all right, like I already went shopping. I have toilet paper. <laughs> I have like wine, you know, my family's fine. So I was just like I'm chilling. But it would I, I had work at home. So I still had a lot of work to do. So my schedule was pretty routine and I kinda got used to it. And it wasn't until um, a week ago that I finally got a break. 
and I needed that break because I was kind of getting like exhausted of just I wake up home do my work home go to bed and like repeat and you know maybe watch a show here to talk to people but it wasn't like I could go outside and just you know go spend money on nonsensical things like I always do or see friends you know and spend money um so getting a break from the routine of working from home it's really nice and I have been stressing out about like work as a freelancer a freelance photographer and just like the future but then there's this other side of me that calms down is like you're gonna be fine like there's a side of me that's like telling me like you're gonna be fine like this is actually a good thing for you that's how I've been taking it like this is actually a good thing um so we'll see <laughs> in a couple months because I usually have to trust my gut and usually my gut is like accurate so it's just I don't look at the news so much because it's scary um I'm just taking day by day I've been meditating a lot getting a lot of downloads <laughs> astrology has I do astrology as well and a lot of people have been contacting me for that professionally and that's new to me like I to do it professionally I usually just like we'll talk about it to anybody but to do it professionally like it takes a lot of my time to do it and then present the client the results um so that's been interesting and it opened that door up of like me doing that as another income um so it's just my head just boggling in these things and every day it's kind of the same thing like my thoughts are there just like what are you gonna do next <laughs> um and then just i also pray I've been praying that the future is bright as bright as it can be and just yeah <laughs> drinking wine, drinking wine. <laughs> that's been me and then for photography april i didn't aside from work where i'm required to follow certain like rules like my own creativity i haven't put thought into it and at first i felt guilty just because I have a sense that I have to I have to do something but now um I didn't need to <laughs> it was like it was like a time of mourning in a sense like it's okay to take a break it's okay to relax I yeah you have things to do do that those are your duties that you have to do but it's okay to not always having to do photo related things to keep my like status quo I guess I would say of doing things you know so that calmed me down and now in may I, my mindset has changed like okay i have to do something but it's because i want to like i have those my like my creativity is just um sorry let me get rid of this um is flowing <laughs> so i like want to do things but it's coming from a different place it's coming from a place of love which i love doing photography um i don't feel forced yeah that's nice <laughs> that answers some questions no it does and i think just 
hearing like where your mind has been at lately has been really cool. I know because like for me right now, I'm, you know, I'm a full time, I work at a full time job, I have a day job. But in the back of my mind, I've always been like, well, how are my photos going to be after all of this? And for the first like, couple weeks of April, I was probably having like some not massive anxiety attacks, but I was getting like some mild anxiety of like, you know, I'm actively not doing anything. Will this affect, like you said, the status quo as a creative person? Um, that can be a whole nother conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I think at the end of it, like, it's, it's cool that both of us are photographers in our own right. And both of us decided to use this past month to just grieve, like to, to openly just like grieve what was old, just like let that go. And then now that we're entering this new month, like we have the creative juices flowing again. And I think it is because we did take that month to just mm -hmm. let everything go. And I'm, I don't know how I'm gonna enter photography after all of this, but I mean, I'm excited to see where it's gonna go, but I'm not, rushing it you know it's like I learned in the past that if I rush creativity it just doesn't end well for me so yeah. like you know what let's just let's just take it as slow as we can and you know think that's kind of like what some people are saying what this pandemic is about is like it's forcing people to slow down which is something that I've been hearing from like online and you know like just people that I see um so it's really cool to see you know where you're at especially in like astrology like I think you were you were the first person that introduced me to astrology extensively <laughs> and this was like in 2016 when yes. I was like, hey, what's your sign to you? <laughs> we had dinner and it was to talk about my birth chart. And that was yeah. it. That was, that was the road to a beautiful friend. Yeah. So it's, it's really cool to see, you know, where it's going to go for you. And I'm glad yeah. that you took this time to like really cultivate where the next steps are going to be because I think we were always in this like, go, 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 go mentality. And I think even now in this pandemic, it's like a big, weird go, go, go. So I'm really happy to hear that like, you know, a fellow photographer is, you know, deciding to kind of do the opposite. Like, take yeah. It. Yeah. Which is, it's nice that I hear that from you too. Mm -hmm. Because in a sense, you sometimes feel guilty. Like, you feel like I should be doing something. Like, I'm, a, I'm laying on my ass. Like, you know, I'm doing anything. I mean, not literally, but, you know, we've been caught, we caught ourselves doing that during this quarantine. And we could be doing something essential. And we're not in our careers. But, like you said, like, this is, we should take this time, if we can, to just relax or uh, recharge um, find a place of, of find ourselves we sometimes get lost 
um, with our regular life and this is kind of like stopped it like no not anymore <laughs> we're forced to look at ourselves <laughs> yeah. I think it's like one of those things too where like we the people that have the privilege to slow down and you know being in self-isolation and being in quarantine is a privilege like that's just putting it out there like a lot of people are not yeah. equal so you know why not use this privilege to make yourself you know, a little bit better. And it doesn't have to be like a gigantic 360. Like, I think the fact that for both of us, because we're both chronic at the go, go, go. <laughs> both, yeah. <laughs> both guilty of that. I think it, it forces us to kind of like slow the roll a little bit and then even realize that, you know, we've, we've done a good amount already and we should celebrate mm -hmm. that. And now it's being like excited of, what we could do more but yeah you know i think that's a super important thing to realize as someone in the creative because i think we're all i don't know about you but from like 2016 until i want to say 2019 there was just like this massive pressure to create more yeah right yeah there was yeah i always would have to remind myself to stop that everybody's journey is different, everybody's creativity is different, everybody's career is different, everybody um, is aren't their path aren't made the same. So um, through throughout the years, I would just tell myself, stop. Like that person, whatever they're doing, whoever I was looking at, like succeeding in life, succeeding in life, me to really know if they were. Um, I would say that's their life. That's their time. Maybe your time will come whatever that looks like, whatever that is, right now you're here and you don't have to rush yourself. Although there was a side of me that always felt like you have to rush yourself. What are you talking about? Like you have to do this. You have to, do this. I have to, I have to be present in the know when it came to photography, whatever that is. Quite <laughs> what that is. Yeah. Uh, but I think what has been great in terms of like, talking to you is you know being kind of in the same wavelength in a way and I think that's that's why like I chose you as like my first subject in this whole project is because like okay like who's someone that I know like will have just free flow conversation about anything but it's always just gonna end up being like you know super great just super insightful mm -hmm. so oh my god yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm honored I was so excited for this I was like I get to talk about photography about what's going on now and like the future and I love that yeah and, <laughs> and with you <laughs> and I think it's just something that people kind of skirt around right now because they're so scared and they're so afraid yeah you know because it's, it's like the unknown you know we don't know <laughs> yeah I think I was definitely that type of person before that like if I didn't know what was going on it was a trigger for my anxiety but I think mm. now like because I too have been meditating more often and just you know taking things a little bit more on a bigger picture rather than just like my own little world um it's been really helpful to realize that this unknown is is just part of life like every every century has this 
and in its own shape, way, or form. And yeah, and, you know, like for some people, it's wars, and I guess for us, it's just this virus. And it's it's just something that you kind of just have to like sit on, like, all right, now what? And <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I know for for a lot of people that now what is the scary part, but for me it's just understanding that the now what just means now I have more time to really figure out what I want to do um after all of this because for a very long time especially as a photographer and I, I don't know if you would relate to this we couldn't think of a now what because there was always some sort of trend there was always some sort of like invisible finish line that we needed to get in order yeah. to think of the now what so yeah yeah right yeah the now what would be like a period in my life that it didn't have to be photography it would be something else but it, it wasn't like this it was like like just challenging myself but now it's not about challenging myself it's about what's gonna come next <laughs> you know what really is gonna come next is um there's so much change, you know? There's That's so crazy. much change, and I mean, who knows what's going to happen once things are allowed to happen again, but, you know, it's, it's just, I think, important to ask these type of questions of, like, how are you doing, and, you know, even if something as trivial as, like, how is your health doing, and, you know, how's working from home affecting your health and your body, because I know it's affecting me. <laughs> um, a lot. Yeah. Like all the sitting and all the elbow positions that you don't realize that you're stuck in for nine hours, that's me. <laughs> no? My back. <laughs> yeah. For me, it's my back and my elbows. It's weird. Mm. So it's the fact that like my, my main stance for nine hours each day is this. So it's like like this. So it's like my laptop, like my mouse is here, like one is like typing and then looking at both monitors. And that's it for just like eight, nine hours. And then when I put my arms down, you're just like, why am I in pain? <laughs> <laughs> and that you sounds stressful, yeah. For me it was uh, my wrists. Um yes. they're they're very weak. Like if I lift something right now, they're not gonna like they're gonna hate me for it. It's like I'm taking like vitamins for it now, but if it because of quarantine and me on the on the computer editing has I don't know caused the some yeah yeah no, like bromelain it's like this joint enzyme. It also makes me eat because you have to take it with a meal, so the enzyme would activate. So it's forcing <laughs> me to actually eat. <laughs> in quarantine when you can't go out and you know force yourself to exercise daily or if you do exercise daily you have to be cautious or do it in your home you know it's just different right but well i'm glad that you know either way you're doing well i see that you're doing well we're having wine together we have work <laughs> and your family is doing well you said so that's always yeah, my immediate family, like my close family, are doing well. I do have family in New Jersey that did get affected by the coronavirus. Um, and it took us by surprise because you 
you always feel like, oh, it won't, it's not going to hit us. Like, we're fine. Like, and you think, oh, our family's fine. So then when we found out, I was shocked just because you think you're invisible until it hits you, I guess. Mm. And it hit them and it, it was pretty traumatizing for them. Like, they're fine now. Mm. But the what they told us about the experience through the coronavirus was very traumatizing. And they're changed forever. Like, it really, really was effective, like, in a negative way. So for people who don't have families that are, have been affected, which is a blessing, but um, are wondering about people who have been affected, it's not pretty. It's it's sad even if you have a healthy immune system like it's still really you don't know how the virus is going to react and even you don't know who to go to you have to be in self-isolation you know like you can't you know just let me go to my friend here or go to just you can't just do certain things that won't affect others so hearing their experience was like it really put perspective about how I need to take care of myself like daily and be very sanitary just because I don't want to get it. (laughs) I know. It's like, for me, I, I still go out to go grocery shopping. That's like everyone in my immediate family has been telling me to just like get things delivered. But for me, it's like my own stubborn way of like, I need to do something where I'm, fighting the disease it's like you can't get the better <laughs> um aries energy i don't know <laughs> yeah like, yeah aries. <laughs> it's, it's my aries energy but you know it's like going to the grocery store i realized um my jaw is clenched the whole time like the minute that i enter a store of some sort like my jaw is just clenched until I leave and get back to my car. You don't realize that like, you know, you're trying to get your thing and you're trying to get everything. You don't realize like how much tension you have in your body until like I sit in my car and I'm like, all right, survived that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And sometimes you feel the energy. You feel people like tense. You're not the only one that's tense and everybody's kind of quiet, like doing their shopping or talking to themselves, whoever they're with. And, you know, you're like, keep some distance. And, and it's, it's just like the energy in the air is just tense. It's like everyone is just like a massive, like holding on to their breath and you feel it everywhere. Just like that holding on right here and then clenching your jaw, just like, and you don't realize that you're holding it in until you like snap yourself out of it and then you just like force it out so it's it's crazy how to think like what it's going to or how it's going to affect people moving forward that's true like a new mental and the mental problems like a new new ones will arise from this which is crazy i realized that i'm not that big of a hugger and I'm very happy that I'm not that much of a hugger um, <laughs> because I'm like skin to skin contact is not something that like you do. Yeah, that's something <laughs> that I do. Um, the most that I want to cuddle with is like a pillow or my boyfriend. But yes, yes. Yeah. Someone else can stay that like six 
<laughs> this is not like, okay, bye. <laughs> um, but now it's just like, is everyone going to have that mentality now? Who knows? Like, it's, it's going to be hard for some people, for sure. Yeah. Like, I, I haven't talked to someone whose love language is, like, physical touch. Maybe I'll, mm. maybe I'll try to find a friend and be like, how are I, you? I, I am. My love language is physical touch. Um, but I guess for me, just the fact that I don't want to get sick or get someone else sick. It's like self-sacrifice. Like I don't need to have a hug, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But I guess it, it it affects somebody who just needs that affection. Yeah. Daily. Yeah. It, that would be interesting to hear, like their stories. Yeah. All right. Note to self: find someone whose love language is physical touch. <laughs> Get there. We'll find someone. So, but. Thank you so much for being my first person. I'm so happy I was in it. Yes. Uh, we talk I like what we talked about. It was I think so. I need to hear it. Yeah. And we're done with the first episode. Yes. Confetti. Confetti cannons, fireworks. Hooray. <laughs> I will have Leslie's Instagram handles and her website. Uh, please check out her work. She's such an amazing photographer, an amazing friend, just an all-around amazing person. Um, I will hear you guys on the next one. I will make better outros. Note to self. <laughs> All right. Bye, everyone.